Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 250. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Once again, I have the man, the myth, the legend, Aaron Fintill, co-host extraordinaire on the Moving Iron Podcast. How you doing, bud? Co-host anyway. <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? No, I can't complain any. You know, it's, uh, it is a... Uh, bit warm for this time of the year but we've been getting this you know it'll be like negative 25 and then 50 right yes so you get this so what's that do to your sheep not much what the the biggest concern sheep related is is it ever going to bring any moisture our way yeah, whatsoever yeah <clears throat> otherwise they're all going to be living somewhere else so well yeah there's that yeah there's a we need some moisture in a real bad way we do we do. I hate to say this, but I am here with open arms waiting for that March pounding. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I thought maybe not, but then I knew better. It, it was coming. Yeah. So how, how's this week been so far? So we're the first week of February 2022. We had a kind of a rip-roaring January. Very. Um, not shocked by that by any means, but... I was a little more. I was shocked by how much busier it was than December because typically you don't have. That. Yeah, I, I was too from the standpoint of of your typical December and the way that worked out for us. But I think a lot of the stuff that we saw happen now is there is a small trickle of some trading's coming in. Right. Yes. And, and a lot of that, that's kind of getting settled up. Right. You know? There's a little bit of fresh meat. Yeah. So I think there's some of that. Just just one little slice of prosciutto. <laughs> That's it. Everybody go. <laughs> so you saw that happen. And then if you had, you know, you go back and take a look at what the overall kind of um, market perspective looks like. Every, the spectrum. The spectrum. Yeah, no kidding. 
everything that you look at right now is uh, is a record. Correct. Right. Right. There's nothing that isn't a record. Correct. Right. So if you were to, we had a we had a a, a pop flat of hammers bring record price last week. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Each hammer brought three hundred dollars. Yeah, and then you go look at what happens like today in the marketplace. You know, the market's the uh, commodity market. You had you had some pretty big moves today in mar- in the markets, and a lot of this is geopolitical driven. I mean, you see some guys out there, but I mean, I think at the close today, let's see, November soybeans were up twenty and a quarter. Um, corn, December corn was up seven and a quarter. March corn was up fourteen and three quarters. You know, so you just keep looking at all this stuff. And it's just one thing after another. Bam, bam. You know, wheat was up six. I mean, just crazy, crazy, crazy amounts of movement in the marketplace. Now, I read three articles this morning that are have that will have something to do with the marketplace. Okay, three articles all centering around you know. Russia is like it's a lock. They're going to go knock on the door of Ukraine and say, "Do you mind if we come in?" And if you don't let us come in, we're going to just you know for sure that's gonna, a lock. We're just going to walk in. I mean, that's kind of what everyone's pointing to. Who knows? Nobody knows that, but Vladimir Putin himself, right? And so, post Olympics, I'm sure you'll see something there. Then I read another article about China and Russia. You know, I can't remember the exact phrasing of the title, but it's I'm paraphrasing here. But it was. Uh, China and Russia are going to uh, re-examine um, the, the world order, basically meaning that the two of us are going to team up and we're going to go. We're going to fight Team America. Hmm. Uh, so, well, uh, I've seen that movie and it ends in our favor. <laughs> our, so, our puppets are better than their puppets. We hope so, right? They don't have a lot of puppets over there, though. That's the thing. Well, they did in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I think so there's there's some issues there when you start looking at at what you see in the markets driving that stuff and you got this influx of stuff. And I think most people that you that you step back and listen to that are quote unquote experts, that basically, you know, if they're gonna if Russia's gonna do something, it's gonna be in the next six weeks because it's so cold over there right now winter is everything's frozen so you can kind of get around as soon as everything thaws out it's just a muddy mucky mess so i I read a lot of articles about that too so markets are going crazy which is also driving up what we see happening in the marketplace right so you have Mm -hmm. you have a in the auction market especially when you look at what's going on in the auction market and then the limited number of equipment that's out there the amount of retirement sales that we're seeing nationwide not just necessarily right i can't tell you that we have any around our particular neck of the woods but if you really step back and look and see nationwide what's going on that's where all these records are coming from oh yeah you know absolutely john q farmer decides you know what i'm punching out i'm done i'm gonna take my 300 horse or my 300 hour combine and uh go sell it out there and i'm gonna get you know you know 15 percent more than than i paid for it i mean it's just some ridiculous numbers out there you know what? Let me hit on this real quick. Sure. Hit on it. If anybody's listening to this and it doesn't sound like 1979, I don't know what to tell you. It's very, very ominous, is it not? My God, man. Yeah. You got the Russia invasion thing again. All right. <clears throat> A huge prospering ag economy ahead of that right. with limited availability because they can't keep production up because... 
lots of UAW strikes right. in the late 70s. Trying, I remember that with Harvester in the 86s, Deers in the 40s. That's the way they all were. Everybody was rat-holing anything they could find. Right. It is a complete copy of that. Yep. Along with a older gentleman of a donkey mascotted political party mm-hmm. sitting in the main chair. I think he was just a peanut farmer from Georgia, if I remember right. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. <clears throat> so, I mean, very similar to thing was going on. Inflation's, you know, I mean, the feds came out and talked about inflation. And I think that's something that we really need to hit on when we're talking about this right now. I mean... Is is the hundred and forty thousand dollar eighty four ten here to stay? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, no, I don't think so. We've talked about that, you know, where we've 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 talked about. I gave my I gave my prediction of when I thought you know the bottom was going to fall out, and you know it was going through twenty five, and then twenty six, twenty seven, we started seeing some problems. You know, twenty eight and twenty nine, there are you know. Hold on, baby. We better, we better we're going to start punching out of some of the stuff, and then you know thirty is a full on panic. Everybody's running. That's kind of my, that's kind of my my time frame. You Man, know? you skewed it back a little bit because I thought you said before twenty eight was panic. That's when you start seeing the issues, and then the the guys that watch the market understand what's going on. The guys that punched out in like late thirteen, early fourteen, right? You know, that, those kind of guys that were doing those kind of things, and then you know thirty. We had more auctions in twenty sixteen than we ever did in fourteen and fifteen. Well, true, right? You know, what I mean, we had more of that. We went to a lot more auctions in 16 than we ever did in 14 and 15. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know? And then that was back when it was, you know, still having a live auction was a cool thing. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, eh. It still is the cool thing. Eh. And I'm like, yeah, this whole internet thing. Oh, ugh. You know? <laughs> so, so now you've got that whole thing playing into I it. I have got to have the dog and pony show. It's, isn't that just the key part of that whole thing? Yes. Having the internet. And then the dog and pony show, and you smash those two things together. Yeah, it's perfect. To me, you get way more bang for your buck. Absolutely, I'm not an auctioneer, so whatever. But it's true. But if you only if you're selling things for fifty, well, fifty, fifty. I'm good at (laughs) fifty. That's right. If you want to help me, if you want to sell something all day long at fifty, I'm your guy. But But if you want him to ring man, he will put on a show. (laughs) But yeah, they've got they've got a. uh, there, there's some big hurdles ahead of us right now. Interest rates, I mean, you look at any any lender out there right now, and if you go back to, like, October, November of 2021 20, and then come look what interest rates are today, there's easily an average of at least a half a percent on most guys that have jumped oh, yeah. since then, if not more. I mean, some right. guys have been more than that, you know. And so now you start talking about, okay, what's going on with interest rates and how's that going to play into the factor and these kind of things and da 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 the only real saving grace right now in the equipment marketplace for anybody that wants to upgrade is is that there's 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 nothing to pick from right right so you're selling out of an empty cupboard and then you're trying to fill back that empty cupboard but you you know I've got teenage kids and it's like as you're putting the groceries away Right, you realize that the bag of chips you just bought's half full. <laughs> what the, you've been in the house for thirteen seconds? Exactly. Yep. You know, it's the same kind of thing that we see happening right now. So I mean, you know, you start seeing all these things move and these things start to take place and these angles are starting to come up and those kind of things. What I'm most worried about is not only interest rates, but is when when is this record thing kind of 
stop? When does this look like? And and to me, I, I feel like to me, my personal opinion, at the end of twenty two, going into twenty three, we're going to see that 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 quote unquote premium get knocked off the marketplace. That would, I think that's a good thing. Well, I, I do too. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep like seeing this. It's, I mean, someone's buying equipment at the highest possible place in the marketplace, and somebody's buying, you know, trading, putting it on their lot at the highest possible number out there. And so there's this, there's an old adage, you know, trying to catch a falling knife, and whoever tries to catch that usually gets cut pretty bad. And every once in a while, somebody catches that knife and it works like it's supposed to. Right. Yep. But but typically, most people when they quote unquote catch the knife, they already kind of had a plan in place of when they were going to punch out and right. what that looks yep. like, you know. And I think if you go back and look at like what Tractor Zoom is doing with some of their their newest stuff they have coming out, a lot of that stuff out there is starting to show those trend lines that we that we want to see. You know, we're starting to see that you know that, that ramp up. You know, if you guys want to go check out my blog, I'm getting ready to post it. I'll have it up here soon. But I, I got a blog kind of posted about this, and there's there's some graphics in there that that'll show um, kind of what I'm talking about here. But that that sharp incline in in uh, 200 or 300 horsepower tractors in the month of what was that November, and then the sharp in, the sharp incline in in the number of of combines in December. I mean, it was parabolic, dude. It went right. from being like, boom, okay, we're gonna, well, we're slowly climbing the mountain to now we jumped on the rocket ship and it was one day, one day, one day, one day. It was like a hundred thousand dollar jump, and then bam, it shot up there, and then the very next month, combines did the exact same thing. So, yep. I mean, but then you start seeing where it's at now, and it climbed way up, and it's way, way up here now, and it's kind of bounced, kind of banging against the ceiling. I, I personally don't see. Anything out there right now that's going to drive the market back down, but I also don't see anything that's going to drive the market up higher. Yeah, it. it I mean, it can't. It can't really go down right now for the simple fact of um, there is a um, there's there's just not enough supply out there yet to to do anything with. I mean, well, it's not only that. So much but of the used stuff is traded for. There has you know? got to at some point. There's got to come some sanity. With how much are you paying for that used tractor more than the new one? Right. And I I know it happens on pickups all the time. I've seen it. Sure. I know guys that tried to buy a used pickup ended up getting a new one with no discounts because if you want a new pickup and it's sitting there, good luck. Right. It's There's got to be a point where the insanity level that so much of that is out there that it, it's got to stop. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I think because be, being out there, the the boots on the ground thing, you know, trying yeah. to get inventory for us wherever it may be, and knowing who ends up with it and what they gave, and you know, they're not they're not an end user. They're bought it for inventory. Right. It just it's mind boggling. It, it does. It, it truly is. You step back and you take a look at what the majority of the people are looking at right now. And if you're someone that's buying used equipment, whether you're buying to resell or you're buying to keep on the farm, right? Um, if you're buying to resell, you're you're playing that catch the knife thing, right? Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like 
you, you've got to be out processing those absolutely immediately. Yeah. like if you got to be having i mean those conversations with the next guy and like what, what you know i've got this coming in you interested you know you can do this do that and other things and blah 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 and right. make those things happen if you're buying equipment right now depending on what your structure looks like and and, and the ins and outs of what what various structures that come into you buying pieces of equipment look like. Right. I mean, this might be a time to buy that latest and greatest and set on it for three years. Yeah. And then and then come back and play <laughs> that game of what something what what where am I at now? Maybe two years. But it's it's something like that. Because I think if if you're not doing like a, a yearly roll thing or you're not doing a biannual roll or something like that, or you're not the used guy that's that's buying the the one year old trade and you're going to run it for a year or two, and you're going to trade it back in. With right, if you're not like set up on a plan. Right. Th- this could be that year where you want to take a look at that. Yeah. And really step back and, and look at that functionality of what that looks like and what the, what what your dealer is willing to work with you on. Or even for that matter, I mean, there, there's plenty of people out there looking to do stuff. And you can play that game all day long if you want to, but you're not. there's nothing – there that you're going to be like you know are you openly going to go out and sell your corn in the open market without some kind of marketing plan or are you going to are you going to do the same thing with your tractor you know what i mean like there's different oh yeah ways to you see what i'm getting yeah i I get it i get it so i think there's opportunities to go out and do different stuff and like you and i've talked about a million times right now if it's available for sale right now i mean holy shit right you're gonna get a premium plus on Right, you know, and that's you have an eight three seventy R under a thousand hours, dude. Or you have a combine that's got under two hundred fifty separator hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holy crap, those all you know? went bye bye in like a day. <laughs> but that's but here, but that's a, that's the other issue with that is that that generated a trade, that dinner trade, that dinner trade, so on, so on, down the fourth. All of those are gone. Right, those are all sold. Well, yeah, no, you know, I have guys calling on combines. <clears throat> Like a, an an S six series, and they have a seventy mm-hmm. or a sixty that's low houred for that age, right? And they're not gaining much in hours, you right. know, to jump up to a fifteen sixteen, right? And it's it's really hard for them guys to wrap their head around that difference, right? You know what I mean? Yep. That and that difference. Three years ago, be like, oh, okay, you tell me what you want to trade, and I'll see if I can make it work. You know, right. yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of this too. Is that you're, we're putting deals together that are all right, cool. Well, let me see what I can do. I'm gonna take these two pieces of rope, see if I can't pull it together oh, hard yeah. enough exactly. to tie the center off to make just enough. To, and luckily, right now, that rope, there's plenty of slack in that rope, right? To make some very unique things happen oh absolutely you know do it every day i mean yeah that that the only thing that does get done now is is unique right you know to a point yep and you start looking at but my big concern right now is is something i i had it figured into my mind of, of what this looked like you know and if you've listened to this podcast and you've listened to rich Pawson when he's talked about interest rates and what that looks like his his feeling about this interest rate thing is that, and this inflation thing is that it's very short term. 
right? This is, okay. you know, once manufacturing gets ramped back up and there's enough goods out there versus the money supply, then all of a sudden inflation comes down, interest rates should fall along with that, and then... So it's a blip, not here to stay. Not here to stay for a long time. But he does think in 2030 that there's a, a massive... A big shift. A big shift backwards in, in the economy. So as you as you think about that and those things start to play in and what those factors look like, I mean, right now, even though interest rates have come up... So hold on, time out. Yeah. That could be an extra ass kicking. <clears throat> like what do you mean? Well... Say you go two years from now where you're at the tail end of the insanity, the premium or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's two years from now. That's 24. Right. Six years after that, the bottom falls out. Be scrambling before. I think think that as the, the premium comes back off and things get back to quote unquote normal, that it's not going to be some it's not going to be like this massive gutting of the market right it's just going to be that now you know a uh, uh, you know a, a 500 hour you know 300 horsepower row crop tractor is no longer you know you know seven and a half percent of what it was when oh it was new, right you know what i mean right it's not just less the price increase right thing right you know what i mean yeah it's it settles back down to like okay so now we got some more regular structured things but I still think the demand's going to be there oh yeah I don't it, think the demand's going anywhere I get what you're saying about the gutting too because we don't have eleven eleven billion right. two thousand twelve S six seventies and yeah. twenty four row planners yeah. coming out of our ears that's the saving this, grace this with is the, the whole one thing. unique thing about this whole marketplace is that we're not selling into anything right. Exactly. Right? We're just selling to hope to get something. Exactly. I mean, and every other downturn that we've ever been a part of, you're selling into, even when there were equipment shortages, I can, even like in 2010, when there was equipment shortages around, like as, a, as the ag economy took off and ran before we got to 2012, even then, yeah, you didn't have a lot of quote-unquote use and, and lead times were doing this. When I first started doing this in 2006, I mean, we're talking like lead times back then that were like nine months to a year out, and people are like, how 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 are you supposed to go out and do this when you're dropping off the one and you're wanting me to give you a trade value on the one that you're just now getting? You know, right. I mean, you haven't even used it. Right. <clears throat> we, even though there was that kind of demand, we were still selling into a pile of equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like there was never a, a time when we looked back going like, well. You know, we've we've only got seventy five combines. Yeah, you know what I, I mean, know you know what I mean. Like, and exactly. That's kind of where we are. Like, we got seventy five combines. We feel like if we have X or we've got you know you know sixty five or sixty six row crop track or whatever the number was. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, we've got Your healthy inventory level. And my my I remember my rule of thumb up forever as user equipment guy was always if you've got X number of combines, I don't really care what what kind of what number of heads you have, what kind of heads you have. You just need to have twice as many heads as you have combines, because typically you had a row crop head right. and you had a platform head of some sort. Right. right. Yep. So that was you know if you had if you had seventy five combines, you typically had seventy five or you know fifty to seventy five corn heads, and you had fifty to seventy five platform heads of some, right. some caliber in there. Right. And I mean now we we just 
don't have that problem to sell into. No, I mean, and I, mean, I, and I really believe that if you had full fledged, you know, typical six to eight week, you know, you know, whatever twelve week lead times again, and you're getting tractors and combines like you're right on. Time well, there, six months, <clears throat> everything was ginning like it was supposed to. It would take three years to fill the the market back up with used equipment. Yeah, I yeah, I because you got to do that three times. Like you got to take three generation trains and have them sit there. Okay, now we're gonna have them sit there. And right, and they're and they're there. not gonna sit there. Right, for quite a while. That's the problem. Is like there's just this constant pickup, 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 right. pickup, pickup. Pick yeah, you know, I mean, because typically you had this whole thing set that, up. That you know? just that whole thing just totally justifies your map, your your calendar for this whole thing. <laughs> Congratulations. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's one, those, <laughs> it's one of those deals where you have, as you look at this and those things kind of gin along, you're any, in any given market, you're going to sell about 75% of what you've got back into your AOR. Right? Oh, yeah. And that other 25% is a six, one, half dozen, another when it comes to am I selling it back to somebody here? I mean, I got a jockey I'm going to sell it to. Am I looking at some other diesel transfers? And they're going right. to trade some stuff export. back and forth, export, whatever it is. That out of the 25% is what's going to sit there and stay. So by three years' worth of that stuff coming in, you're back up to 75% of your overall marketplace, assuming that you don't do anything with that 25%, right? That's just some hard, fast thing. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're like 75% full. Right. Right? And the fourth year... You're 100% full, and now all of a sudden we're like, oh, oh man. Oh. I get, yeah. You know, see how I'm coming? That's but, where that's But that would, be, that would only be the case mm-hmm. if you left that 25% alone. Well, at that point, I mean. Like if you parked it out back and did nothing with it. So what, what was the big factor in 20, 2012, 2013, 2014 that was driving that, that behavior that we saw? Everybody was buying new. Right, yeah. It wasn't like there was a lack of money out there. Right. There was just nobody that was like, I, my, my, my problem is I have too much money to pay. I yeah, I've had, I've had that for six months. I'm tired <clears throat> right. of it. I need yeah, another one. So my, my accountant says I need to somehow, guys coming into my office like, well, account had talked to my accountant, and I got to spend $250,000 in the next two weeks. Like, right. What? Need, need a hand? <laughs> Why don't you just write me a check for $250,000? we will call it even. Here, I have a list. <clears throat> Consulting fee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then all of a sudden you have this guy that comes into to your office and says, you know, hey, man, I got to spend $250,000. Okay, great. What do you want? I've always wanted a new X. Right. I always wanted a new Y. Yep. Awesome. I hear you. I've got this near new. Over, no, I want the new one. Yep. Exactly. That's where, that's that, what, that's what always, that's what drove that problem. Absolutely. And that's, that's where I think we're going to head into that as we start going to this thing. Yeah. And, and you're right. We are, we're also mirroring that to a point, but it is so lagging in catch up, mm-hmm. catch up time that yeah, it's it's going to take it's going to take a while. Yeah, no doubt. So that's why I think when I'm, I'm talking about it, twenty five is when we're full. Twenty six people are like oh, it feels like we're kind of full. Twenty seven is like we're full, and then twenty eight is. Holy crap, we're full. Then, <laughs> yeah, but, you know? but there again, that's only if you don't do that 25. If, you, if you're if you actively trying to move that other 25. Yeah, but think shit, about it. May, maybe in 28 you're going, oh, even, but even we as do good have some as, inventory. As you may be moving that stuff. You still are going to run into that wall of, you know what, I've got 
the S680 and or no, I've got the S780 right now. Right. That's the 2018 780 and now we're we're looking at the 2023 and instead of me buying the uh the 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 2018 and jumping to like a 20 or a 21, I'm just going to get the new one. Right. You know. Yep. So I can get the new one, and you, then we'll go. You know, you're back to that skip we'll, a generation yes. deal. Yeah, and that's a that's a bad deal. That that is what causes the problem. I mean, when, when you had 9600 guys, 9610 guys, yeah, no that shit. were jumping to a 77, a seven ninety seven seventy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they were jumping over. I want to okay, trade combines. Oh, I don't know you if want you like a sixty, but you're spo- you're supposed to buy the fifty series, <laughs> right? Okay. And this 50 series guy is supposed to buy the 70 series. Right. Or at least, yeah. at least the non bullet rotor 60 series. <laughs> right. Come yeah. on. Right. So that's where I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause that fill up. Right. I get it. Yeah. The hiccups are I think it, it'll be. We're going to get to the time of year here real quick. Yeah. Where it doesn't matter if there's only two 370s left. The paying attention to that probably isn't quite so dire. And maybe that will. It better be. Bring. Well, no, just just let me play this out. And maybe that will give everybody a chance to breathe for a second. And then maybe some more, another wave. Not a wave. There are no waves. A tiny sprinkling of fresh shows up again. Post post planning. Yeah. Yeah. I think there could be something there. I think I think giving given how important spring is, it, it's no big deal to switch grain cart tractors, tillers sure. tractors, right. planter tractors, strip till that. That's typically married for the season. Right. So you got your, you know, you got half of March, second half of March to the middle of May where new tractor's here. Well, I'm not switching. Right. You know. That, that's, that's the key it, factor. It's just, just, right it's just like yeah. we talked about with planners. <clears throat> right. You know, there, there could be new 22s unused but traded on 23s because it's part of the role right you know yeah. we've we've talked about that because that's fine it's here i'm not switching right and and the tractors you know in those two specific jobs mind you mm-hmm. are in the exact same boat right. if you're not going to switch that plan or you're not going to switch that tractor either exactly you know Yep, and I think that's a it's a key factor that you made right there, a key point that you made right there. Unless you're getting well, how about that? <laughs> unless you're getting, I'm talking implement wise. I'm not so much talking about the actual physical machine. Like for example, if if you bought a brand new combine and a and a brand new corn head, right, right. and it's going to go to the field, that that is not the same as getting a brand new planter, right? No. So, like, you can take the, the combine in the head, you go run it in the field, and you get it set, and you, you do your thing, and you go out there, and, and you go out and make it work like it's supposed to, and everything's like everything's golden, right? The used one gets back on the truck that dropped it off, 
You're happy as a lark driving your new combine around the field, right? Sitting in the seat in your new combine as it drives around the field. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Touche. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess as you, no, as you look at a planner, you are not going to stop, unhook your planner, hook your new planner up, set your new planner, go through the whole rigmarole of all the stuff that, that, that goes along hooking up a new planner. Exactly. And then be like, oh, cool, I've only got two weeks left and my new planner's here. Yeah. Right. You're going to be like, okay, you park it in the yard, and when I'm done with this one, you can have it. Yep. As soon as I'm done, I'll be there. Yeah. But I am not stopping and spending three days getting everything yeah. right and that's if it goes good and that's what, yeah and then put <laughs> all the then all the data that i've got i gotta shift all that data over to the i mean it's just it's like a whole thing well not only you that know. but god everybody's got so much stuff on a planner anymore and guess what all that stuff has its own boxes and guess what all them boxes are in that tractor that they're also not going to switch right and then you, then you start looking at fertilizer tanks and da 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 oh yeah bolt on Fertilizer tanks to your aero crop tractor or whatever. I mean, it's just it's just a whole thing. Yep. Right. Yep. It's a process. So now now you start looking at all of that different stuff that's out there, and to me, I mean, the best thing that ever happened to planters and the worst thing that ever happened to planters was 2014. How was that the worst? <clears throat> the worst thing that ever happened to planters was that a gutting of the market happened there. Right. I mean, it went from being like there were. Oh, you mean because of their value? Well, just because of you couldn't sell a planner in 2014 and 2015 unless they, it was sold at an auction, right? Because believe me, I tried. Right. Oh, I, I tried a million different ways, yes. a million different things, had, and they were like had several of eh. them participate <laughs> in auctions. I think we're going to go this route, right? Right. So then you like. 85% of the overall used marketplace got sold on an auction in 2014-2015, right? Right. 2016 rolls around, and even though it was, it was a quote-unquote depressed marketplace, how, how many used planners did you see between 2016 and 2020? Far less. Like hardly any. Like I don't ever remember really seeing more than one or two, maybe three used planners. It it was sitting a, on the market. It was a the, pretty good supply until nineteen. Nineteen, it got tight. Twenty was good luck because of all that stuff that had moved out. And it was twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen was kind of like the the birth of the high speed planner. Obviously, right? Deer, I mean, Deer was. I mean, twenty fifteen was a seven twenty five. You could do the EE planner and all that stuff, but I mean. Precision planning had been around a long time before, right? Then, right, and so, but putting those things into into play, I mean, we did back when I first came back to Nebraska. I mean, we were we were talking about the whole like born this way or, or right, you know, exactly. You know, is it is it born this way or is it uh what what was it? I don't even remember the hashtag. I don't know either. It was uh, born this way or uh, you're not precision talking precision donor. Oh, that's what I was yeah, going to say, because yeah. you said was, hashtag. Yeah. That was the thing, hashtag precision donor. Yeah, hashtag precision donor, hashtag born that way. Yeah, and that, yeah. Was, that was our thing, you know I mean? And it wasn't until, I mean, even today, I mean, we've had almost eight years of hardly any used planners on the marketplace. Yeah. 
And it's and we're I mean Aaron, I really of, believe we're gonna of, have another eight years of that same thing. Of certain models though. I mean <clears throat> certain models depend on where you're at. You know, if you're Yeah, if you're in like South Carolina and have a corn planter, yeah, you're probably gonna sit around for a little bit. But if you're in Iowa, Illinois, Indiana the, Right. The 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 Nebraska, Kansas, the, the Oklahoma, po- Texas. <laughs> The planter shortage thing pretty much only applies to 24 rows, though. 24 rows or bigger, 24 rows and DBs. There's there's still a decent amount of 1720s, 1725s. The problem lies in those are used in about five states. Okay, so let's, let's – okay, great. And we're one of those states. Right. In our neck of the woods right now – Right now, yes. Right now, well, because of the shit show, we he, are we're, we're almost even out of those. But in the last years, since the planter gut, there has been a good supply of those up until this year. I should have said. Okay, so oh, oh, okay. I mean, I, to, yeah, I agree with that to some extent. But I mean, you tell me, with the exception of if you had like a seventeen seventy five. Or sorry, a 1725, mm-hmm. 16 row stack fold, or you went like, like a DR 16, DR 24, whatever it might be. If you had any of that kind of stuff out there right now, the only, it was really technically, when you really step back and take a look at that, where our biggest hangup was, was, was some of those like DR type planners. Right. Right. But I don't ever remember and I might have some rose cut glasses on right now in my memory. Right. Get but, after it, John Conley. <laughs> if I had something I'm just a common man <laughs> drive a common van. Why would you drive a common van of all things? You know what I mean? Know. But anyway. Because his dog don't have a pedigree, so what I the guess, hell does it matter? So he's got a van? Yeah. That song came out when conversion vans were a big thing. <laughs> hell yes, you know baby. I mean? So I guess I guess that makes sense. I guess as you take a look at the planner situation, there weren't – give me one time – I'm trying to – I'm really – I'm like racking my brain here where there wasn't something that wasn't just out of control. Too many of well, I mean, it was something like it had, you know, you know, two point seven trillion dollars worth of add-ons on it. That there wasn't some planner that we had an issue getting rid of. I can think of all the ones I can think yeah. of in my head had piles and piles and piles and piles and piles of of either precision stuff or right. you, some it, like hermaphrodite fertilizer system or something. Right. Like that. You're, so what you're you're what you're asking is when is the last time we had a planter planter problem? Not just like we had we always have a single like machine problem. Even today we've got machines that have been around for a long too long, right? Right. But I mean, I'm talking like so many planters that we were like we've got a quote unquote planter problem. Yeah, not since then. Right. Yeah. Other, other than like maybe one specific model here and there, yeah, like a sub- one specific machine, like sixteen row seventeen twenties. <laughs> so, but it was something like this one's got you know it doesn't have lift assist wheels on it. That one does. I mean, it's right? Like, yeah, whatever. Blah blah blah. There's a billion different reasons that come into that. In that one point six boxes versus three bushel boxes. Right. I would like that. It's got three bushel boxes, but I'm looking for CC. I mean, there, there's so right. many different things that come into play in that. I can't think of since 2014. I can't think of any 
place that I've been at where we've had a planner issue. No. Outside of the onesie twosie little things that pop right. up like that. Yeah. No, I, I agree and, with and you. And here's the thing. And that's why I don't see why that gutting of the market has any bad part to it. The bad part is that now that we are we are back in the in the we have never recovered enough There's not enough flow. We've never recovered enough. We've never opened the dam all the way. Right. To let enough water go down the river to keep it. Keep I don't the, see that as a problem. Flow. It is a problem. And the biggest reason that it's a problem is that you have taken away the ability for a leveling of the marketplace. Hmm. So now that you've had that, we had a leveling of the marketplace from 2017 to 2020. Yeah. I would very much agree that there was a leveling of, of the planner thing. Now, but we were we were on a very, you know, you buy mine, I'll take yours on trade. Right. I'll take that one on trade, I'll buy yours. Right. There was easy, like a one-for-one ratio. Well, now you get to here where we're at now, and this one-for-one ratio, this this little very delicate ecosystem that was working so intertwined with each other and things were, like, perfectly happy. And right. Everything was gumdrops and candy canes and the butterflies were flying around with the rambos in the back. All of a sudden, a giant tornado comes through and just, just demolishes all that. And now there's not that one-for-one ratio anymore. It's a, I want to buy that one, and there's four other people that want. So now all of a sudden, this catapulting of the of the planner marketplace is is through the roof again. Oh yeah, yeah. Does that planner work? Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that planner. I mean, it's got seat. I mean, it's got row units. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they're attached to the bar. <laughs> Is that what you count as working? <laughs> I, I even had a guy call today. I said, he called about a planner that was sold, obviously. He goes, do you have any others? I said, no, not a single one. And he goes, is there maybe a farmer somewhere in your area who would consider selling his? And I'm like, that's where we're at, man. Mm-hmm. That is where we're at. Yep. Facebook Marketplace, desperately wanting 24-0 planter. Like, Damn. I think where that the planner market differentiates from the overall combine tractor sprayer market thing is that there's always enough turnover in those in those three categories. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's a group of guys that will run a combine for one year and get a new one. Then they'll run a combine for two to three years and get a new one and then they'll run a combine for you know whatever three to five years and they'll get a new one or a newer one anyway and then they'll go from five to seven years and get a new one and then there's the guys that buy the 10 year old and they run them forever right they run whereas for 10 years. planners you don't necessarily have the every no. year every two every three guys some guys are every two years they get a new planner and then some guys are like yeah you know i got seven i got a you know i got a 1710 that still works great right and that you know that that's the planner marketplace. There's no real ebbs and flows to that marketplace based on the individual person that that buys that piece of equipment. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, a planner is the single most important thing on the, on the farm. Absolutely. But it's, but it's also, you know, it's going good. You know, I put a few new seed discs on it and I'll put a few new openers on it and I'll put a new gauge on it. I mean, those, you know, bing, 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 boom, you know, I spent, you know, 
five hundred bucks a row, and I got twenty four rows. Next thing you know, I spent twelve thousand bucks. Right, planting. exactly. And whatever, you know, I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that. I goes out and plants, and I'm good to go. Yep. And versus the, you know, it's got CCS, it's got yeah. clutches, it's you know, what what it, else it, do I need? It, it does what I need it to do. Right. right. But then there's some that are like I want the cutting edge of everything because I need the individual road to do its own little thing. Right. Right. And that's that's awesome. And there's there is a there is a group of people that that is a perfect fit for them. Absolutely. That well, the, uh, yeah, <laughs> they they drive a huge industry. Yeah. I think right the now the planner attachment industry is just beyond steroided out, man. Yeah. But I think if you look at if you take a look at the combine market versus the tractor market and then compare that to the to planner market, you just can't. They don't no. they don't match up. They're very different. Very different yeah. animals. Very much so. And so I think I think that the combine marketplace, or the combine marketplace, the planner marketplace, is going to stay very much 2016, 2017, all the way through till the downfall, till till we see a big correction in the marketplace in that twenty thirty range. So through a, through the rest of this decade, I think we're going to we're going to see a very similar planner market. That's that's interesting. Because I just don't think it ever has a chance to rebound. Like I don't ever think there's a minute where. Then why wouldn't it just be out of its mind the whole time? What that's what I'm saying. Because eventually, supply is going to catch up a little bit, but it'll never catch up enough to be a problem. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yep. Till till 2030. Till 2030. Oh shit. So I mean, where 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 on earth do we wholesale DB two (laughs) forties? I've got 13 of these DB two forty high speeds. Yeah, so I think there's a there's a big deal there. So make sure your tractor has the quad pump, <laughs> seventeen thousand gallons per minute. Right, right, right. So, all right, man. Well, I think that's a good jumping off point for this particular edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. So, Aaron, if folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you're working on or stuff that you have out there, what's the best place to do that? Real quick, one last thing. Sure. Just for our loyal listeners. Aaron Fintel's kid played Casey Seymour's kid in basketball tonight, and Aaron Fintel's kid won by two. So that's by not, two. Let's not pretend yes. like it was some kind of blowout. <laughs> they were up by ten at one point. They, they tried to. They tried to give it away. They, they did. Yeah. Well, if people want to reach out to me for some reason, uh, call me or text me three zero eight seven six zero eleven ninety three, and also active on the Twitterverse at aaron fintel. Those are the best two. Also on Facebook, if that's your flavor. Mm-hmm. So, cool thing about this whole JF and BS scenario Correct. is that is that those two guys know each other pretty well, right? And they know that we're good pals. So right. when they're out on the on the floor, it's funny to watch them talk a little shit back to each other. Right, back and forth. exactly. It is, it, is, it is entertaining to watch that. So, <laughs> No, I do, I, do, I do enjoy watching both of them play together. It, it, so it's it's like fun. they've become kind of half-assed buddies because of us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fun thing. So, Well, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at movingironllc.com. You can also go to movingironllc. Uh, no, wait. Don't go to movingiron. 
LLC.com on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just go to Moving Iron LLC. But go to Moving Irons LLC.com and you can find all the information about the Moving Iron Summit coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. If you're a dealer and you want to come to that, man, it is open to anybody and everyone that wants to be part of that. Yeah, and you've been to since inception. Since inception. What you, what's your thoughts on that? I'm waiting for the, the special reward. You got to speak last year. So. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally. I, I trusted I trusted the whole enterprise to Aaron. <laughs> it it is it is absolutely without a doubt the single best event that you can go to if you're a used equipment minded person. Yep. I think regardless so. of color. Yep. And last year I will just say this, I always enjoyed it being a a green only thing. And last year being open to all colors made it even better. So red other green, yellow, silver, blue, come one, come all. Yep. And I think the, the the one thing that comes from all this is that no matter what you're doing or where you're at, used equipment is a uh, – it's it's we all have the same problem. Yes. And it's we all have the same processes. And, you know, so if you're – But conversely, the more we know each other, the more we can help each other's exactly problems. Exactly right. Because his problem is my gravy. Right. One man's trash is another man's gold. There you, you know go. I mean? So, absolutely check that out. So, if you're interested in doing that, hit me up, movingironllc.com. Go to uh, movingironpodcast at movingironpodcast.com, and I'll get you all the information that you need. So, check that out. All the information is out there. Um, it'll be, uh, it's well worth your time to come check that out. So, with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's go with Iron, folks. Out. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. See